the words that we say are constantly shifting the beliefs in our subconscious mind. So when you say should, you're basically subconsciously telling yourself that you're uncertain, that you don't know, you don't make decisions. And, and as long as you're in indecision, you're in inaction. And when you're in inaction, you're not creating momentum and you're stuck. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb, and together we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. What is up, fam? Hello. Welcome back to the I Dare You podcast. It's Jen. I'm here in my closet yet again. I really love it in here. It's actually quite peaceful since I had it redone. So um, my closet used to be a complete and total shit show. Like it would make me anxious to come in here because I had no idea what clothes I had. I had no idea where anything was. Everything was thrown away around everywhere. And half the things in my closet, I just didn't wear, but I kept because, you know, the, you know, that feeling like, oh, I can't throw this away because maybe one day I'm going to want it. That horrible thing that we do to ourselves. And you're never going to wear it. You're never going to want it. And then it sits in your closet for years and years and years. And then you all of a sudden see this shirt that you've had since you were in middle school and you just can't get rid of it. It becomes like a piece of your soul and your being and hoping and praying that maybe one day you're going to need it for a costume party or an event or something or a photo shoot, but it never, it never comes. So I had my friend, my best friend, and also my stylist, Annabeth Duval, who's just been one of the greatest gifts to my life, come over one day and completely gut my closet. And I paid her to do this. I did not ask her to do this for free because this was a really big job. And we spent the entire day Marie Kondoing the shit out of this closet and taking everything out. We, we took everything out and got rid of all the things that I just knew I wasn't going to wear. And we really did the like, does this bring me joy? Like, am I going to wear this? Does this up-level my life? Is this Jen 2.0 or is this like Jen from the past? And if it was old Jen, it was Jen 2.0 and it wasn't something that we were going to archive, like the dress I got engaged in that I'm probably never going to wear again, but we archive it, you know? Um, and archive means, and I've just learned this, I'm not a professional stylist or clothing connoisseur or fashionista or anything like that, but archiving a dress or a piece of clothing simply means putting in a hanging bag and putting a little note on it saying like archived pieces. So that along with some other designer dresses that I've just recently started buying, I just recently started buying designer dresses. So I'm not like so cool that I have a, I have a million designer dresses, but dresses that I could pull in the future, but they're archived for now, like my engagement dress or like some of the dresses I've spoken on big stages in that are special. We put those in hanging bags and the rest we color coordinated. We put all on black hangers. We got new plastic drawers for my sunglasses and my belts and just organized everything so I can see everything. I know where it all is. And I know for sure that everything in my closet is something that I can actually wear now. And when I put it on my body, I feel confident in it and it fits me. And I know that it is something that will bring out Gen 2.0. So the best version of me, the new version of me, the version of me that I'm growing into instead of the me from the past. So that was a little tangent about my closet, which is why I love being in here now because it's clean and it's fresh. And I really do believe that our environment changes the way that we feel. If we exist in an environment that says to us that we are the type of person that 
is forward thinking and open and spacious and um, not cluttered and unorganized, then we're going we're gonna to be whatever our environment says that we are. We really, it, it really is a reflection of, of, of how you feel or you, it is a reflection of how you feel. And then when you're in the environment, your environment definitely, I believe, Um, can change the way you feel about yourself and just about life in general. Like I'm just telling you from sitting in this closet and just being, oh, I really like it in here. I'm looking at all of these things that I really, I I chose and I love and they're all organized and I feel very neat and tidy and not a hot mess. So if you haven't organized your closet, take a day and do it and see how magical it'll make you feel. Anyways, I digress. So this podcast is actually um, came to me today when I was I was working with my writing partner for my book, and we were talking about networking. And there's a whole chapter in my book about networking for introverts and how to how to have a conversation with somebody and make that person walk away and feel like you are the most amazing person in the entire world and you didn't have to say anything. And there's all these different tips that I have around networking because I believe that connections are everything in life and business. And most importantly, when it comes to the most important thing in the world, when it comes to being seen as your most authentic self, because if you're surrounding yourself with people that lift you up and light you up and support you, and you're making powerful connections every day of people that want to um, see you as who you truly are and that do see you and that also want to put you on their platform so you can be seen bigger too and make those powerful connections, then you need to know how to make relationships and make connections and go and and quote unquote network, even though I absolutely hate that word. I'd rather use the word connect, right? So in my book, I'm, I'm writing all of these different strategies and tools for people that are more introverted and hate networking. But we went off on this little tangent. I don't know if it's going to make it into the book, but I was like, this is such a topic and it's so important. And it's these words that we use that we need to stop using. <laughs> and I don't even think we realize that we use them. And I use them regularly. And then every time I say them, I'm like, wow, that really just made me feel less than. And we, it is the words that we use, just like our environment, are really powerful tools that support our subconscious in our beliefs about ourselves. And when we say words, like the words that I'm about to list for you, they undermine our, our own value, our own worth. And they make our, us guess our, um, second guess ourselves. Wow. Jen, talk, speak English. And so here, here's my first word that I want everybody to stop using. Okay. Just, and I'm, I'm saying, I just said it. Oh my God. I just said it. Women do this especially. And ladies, I'm going to call you out specifically because I don't know why it is that women do this often, but we like to apologize for ourselves. We like to say sorry a lot. And I'm not going to use that word as the word not to say because I think apologizing is important sometimes and it is definitely has its place. But the word just, I just. So many of us do this thing when we follow up with somebody in an email or we ping them on Instagram or we're asking for something. We want to diminish ourselves a little bit or apologize for asking for that thing or um, it's, it's almost like um, thinking that we're bothering the person. And so we say, I just wanted to follow up or I just wanted to ask this question or I just wanted to double tap on that or I just wanted to bother you for just a few minutes of your time. Now, the moment that you say the word just, you are immediately basically subconsciously saying to that person that you are not that important that you are, oh, so sorry, uh, I have to um, 
take a few minutes of your time. I'm so sorry. Since when do we have to say, I just wanted to do something? If you're listening to this right now, you are a creature unlike any other. And if you are following up with value, which is one of my top tips when it comes to following up, because I can do an entire tangent of why people follow up wrong, but the way that you follow up with people should always be with value. So when you're following up with somebody, you're going to give them some value. So you're never just bothering them. You're not just asking for a few minutes of their time. You're not just bumping something up to the top of their inbox. You are so excited that they are going to get this delicious, amazing email from you or this incredible text message or this great phone call because you have a lot of value to give. And when you talk about yourself that way, people look at you that way. They look at you and they view you in a different way. But if you say things like, oh, I just wanted to, they're going to view you in that way. Don't say just anymore. Cut the word just out of your out of your vocabulary. Instead of saying just say, I'm really excited to follow up on this conversation today because I have this unbelievable article that I wanted to send you that has a lot to do with what we were talking about. Boom. That's exciting. That's offering value. That's being proud of who you are and understanding that you have a lot of value and worth. And this email is really important to them because they're, they have, they, they get the gift of, of talking to you. Value yourself. Stop saying just. All right. The second word that I want everybody to stop saying is should. Should. I do it all the time too. And before I know it, I start shitting all over myself. <laughs> and I always say that like when you start shitting all over yourself, you just create a big fat mess. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I really should follow up with that person. I really should ask that person um, if they want to go out to dinner. I really should text that person. I really should start that course. I really should do that event. I really should. Oh my gosh. Stop shooting. Instead of saying should, I will or I won't make a decision. Make a, make a damn just decision. I will do this. It's, it's, it's all the words that we say are constantly shifting the beliefs in our subconscious mind. So when you say should, you're basically subconsciously telling your, telling yourself that you're uncertain, that you don't know, you don't make decisions. And, and as long as you're in indecision, you're in inaction. And when you're in inaction, you're not creating momentum and you're stuck. So if you keep saying the word should, you stay stuck, you stay in inaction, you stay without momentum. So what I'm going to ask you to do is what every time you go to say the word should, I want you to replace it with either the word I will or I won't. Not I should. If it's I should, you're subconsciously probably don't want to do the thing because if you really wanted to do the thing, you would do it or you're just scared to do the thing. So you're saying I probably should do this, but I'm going to let fear get in the way of doing that thing. Cut the word should. I will or I won't make a decision. Okay. And the last word, I mean, there's so many words that I want you to stop saying, <laughs> but the last one that we're going to talk about today is can't. And I, I, I use this in the form of, you know, when people like say to me when I'm out um, at a restaurant and I'm very particular about the way that I eat and I don't make uh, excuses for that. And I am very confident now. I never used to be, but I'm very confident in ordering exactly what I want. And it's gluten-free and dairy-free and no sauce and very simple. And I like to feel good. So I like to eat a certain way. And I do that at restaurants. And I don't care who I'm with. I will never, ever feel embarrassed about ordering the way that I need to order. But I used to. And I used to say, or I see many, I used to say like, oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat dairy. Or I can't eat gluten. Or I can't have that because of this or because it doesn't make me feel good. I switch. I can't. I don't. I don't. It's much stronger. 
comes from a decision. It's a, deci- a decision maker. Somebody that makes decisions says, I don't. I don't eat that. I choose not to. I do not. Instead of I can't. I can't is coming from a place of victimhood. And I don't is coming from a place of empowerment, of knowing who you are and what you want and what you don't want. And that, again, is telling your subconscious a new belief. You are someone that knows what you need and knows what you don't need and is not afraid to unapologetically say what you do and what you don't do. And if you say, I can't, you're reminding your subconscious that you're a victim to your circumstances. And oh, poor me, I can't do that. But no, I choose not to. I don't. I don't eat this. I don't eat that. I don't. I don't go out at that time. I don't miss my workout. I don't do overwhelm. I don't. Um, make uh, excuses for certain things. I, I just don't. Instead of oh, I can't, I can't do that. And and even when if somebody asks you to go to dinner and you really don't want to, why do we always do this thing where we're like, oh, I'll think about it. Oh, I can't because. And we always like give a reason. I can't make it because you know maybe you make up a reason because you just really don't want to go. What if you just said, I don't have time to invest in that right now. What if you just said that? What if you just were allowed yourself and gave yourself permission to put up boundaries and to unapologetically be who you are and decide what you want and what you don't want? And the people in your life that love you will respect that. And if you say it in a kind and empathetic way that is just loving on you and loving on them, then the person will understand. And not only will they understand, they'll probably be inspired by you and your strength to be able to say, I don't have time to do that. Or I'm... I don't have time is actually a statement that I don't love because we do have time. We just choose not to prioritize that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to prioritize my time differently. So I'm choosing, that's, that's exactly what you're saying when you're saying, I, I, I don't have time to do that. I'm choosing to use my time in a different way. So let's, let's re- recap. Just, we're going to stop saying I just. Ladies, let's just stop saying that. See, let's just stop saying that. In, in the form of, oh, I'm just popping in to say hi. No. I'm saying hello, hello, right? The word should, get that should out of your life. Don't should all over yourself. You either do it or you don't do it. Stop being an indecision and be in action. And then I can't. Instead of saying I can't, you say I don't. I choose not to. Ah, those words, get them out of the vocabulary. And we're not gonna be perfect when we start getting rid of these words. I know that I say them all the time, but a great way to um, catch ourselves is to maybe tell our partner or someone that we're around all the time, be like, I'm going to not say just or should or can't anymore. If I say those words, could you just, see, I just said it. <laughs> could you call me out on it and and call yourself out on it like I did? Now, I was just going to say just now. I don't want to say just anymore, even if it's not in the context of what I just gave you. Or wow, I just did it again. Oh my gosh, we use the word just a lot. Oh, I love podcasts. You can see myself talking in circles now. Anyways, y'all know what I mean. If you liked this podcast or you know somebody that uses these three words way too much and you know that it is creating limiting beliefs in their subconscious mind and you know that it is creating a victim mentality for them and you are sick and tired of that, please share this with them because I think that this can help a lot of people if they just remove these three words. That word just, that's going to be a killer. Share this with somebody that you think needs it. Share it on social media. I dare you to stop saying, I just, I should, and I can't, and turn them into more empowering statements for you. I promise you that if you do, you will start believing something different about yourself. 
And our beliefs are what dictate our actions and our actions are what dictate our reality. So I dare you, go try it out today. Let me know how it goes. Um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you share it with your friends. That's how it's going to get out and about and make sure you rate it. That's the one thing that you can do for me today. If you want to provide some value to me is go and give me a five-star review. You can give me a little, a little blurb there. Tell me how much you loved it and I will respond and I will, because that is just so valuable to me. So I love you guys so much. I hope you like this episode of I, I Dare You podcast and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.